0: You be you do tea parties with your girls, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you like do like the 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 fake tea parties with like you know just how how fake or do you do like real like tea and and uh and food and stuff?
1: Uh, so far we've only done uh the pretend ones, um, mm-hmm. but um, I'm pretty sure they're gonna want to do real ones, you know, sooner than later. <laughs>
0: So let me tell you, um yesterday before the main event, we had a tea party for of my course you did. <laughs> and she um and she um we did a real one. Of and, course
2: you did.
0: Uh shark we had a charcuterie I made a charcuterie board. Mm. Um, with all kind of with all kinds of um you know, this is like beef and turkey, so, you know, pecans, almonds. Wow. Um, uh, I had a full spread. I gotta, I'll got send you the picture when I can find it, because I think Selena took a picture. But, yeah, we need a tea party for awesome. her, and then I made um, deviled eggs with caviar. Um, and,
1: was it for just and, her uh, or her and her friends? It
0: was uh, it was her and my in-laws came. Mm-hmm. A pretty good time doing that. I was wondering because I know you are into the into the little tea party thing. true. it's
3: not Atlanta. No.
1: Claycoat, it's not Atlanta. no Decatur, it's not Atlanta. No Gwynnit, it's not Atlanta. no Roswell, it's not Atlanta. No. Four, it's not Atlanta. No. Limburn, it's not Atlanta. no the north, it's not Atlanta. No. The South, it's not Atlanta. You niggas,
0: it's not Atlanta. Nah. You bitches, it's not Atlanta. He's welcome nah, to the Internet Out Podcast, where to we it. always lean in. I am, am your host, Jaworn. And with me, as usual, is my lovely co-host, Jamel. How are you doing, your lady?
1: I'm doing quite well. How about yourself?
0: I am fantastic. Unfortunately, young Devin is was unable to attend tonight's meeting because he hates us. Yeah, I
1: was about and to say, you know what that means. He's dead to us.
0: He's dead to us, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but no. No, but Devin had a prior engagement. He was unable to join mm-hmm. us for tonight for tonight's recording. But we will definitely miss his presence here and hopefully he'll be able to join us um next time. But that just means we get to talk shit about him. You know? Child. So. <laughs> yeah. He's not here to defend. He's not this to himself, most, This no, will be the most this will be the
1: least problematic episode <laughs> that we put out.
0: We'll see about that. Oh, <laughs> no. God. So but no, like, but listeners, as we um uh, talked about leading up to this, we are now covering um season three of the F of the hit FX show Atlanta, uh, which is created by uh, one Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino. So we are going to be taking a deep dive into the first two episodes of um, that. But before that, we have some very important. News to discuss. So, um, as you know, UNC
1: is in the top four, baby. Okay, had to get that out there. Go Tar Heels! (laughs) See, is not here.
0: Devon's not here. We're coming for
1: you. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yes, we are here for something else, though.
0: Yes. So, listeners, as you know, um, last week we released our, our Oscar special, where we just gave predictions about. The uh, about winners and what were we looking forward to? Um, And most of our predictions came to pass, except for the one big, except for the one big award. We predicted that Power of the Dog was going to win. Coda ended up winning the big award. I'm very happy that it won. It was very well deserved. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, Jane Campion, she did win Best Director. Of course, we Mm -hmm. saw that coming. (laughs) she got up there and thanked all the black women who worked behind the scenes (laughs) all the black women
1: she stepped over
0: yes just so that she could stand up there those strong black women that she stood on their backs so that's Mm. so she won um another highlight uh meg the um we don't talk about bruno uh, remix oh my god!
1: And- yeah, listen. Do you know how low I had to listen to that <laughs> in this house? Okay, because I have a two-year-old and a three-year-old, and they both ah like listen. Encanto is crack for toddlers. <laughs> so, and I and you know it it was there. You know they were in bed and sleep and everything. But I was just like, I'm not taking any chances because these little girls know how to traverse <laughs> these stairs. I'm in the basement; they're on the top floor. They would, ha- mm. I would have heard. We don't talk about boo no. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't have time. I don't. I don't. So I turned it down uh, to like volume two, when oh I got my, my life. Uh, we
0: yeah, and we um we woke um we woke our tr- our child up for it. Oh, so, and it was,
2: you
0: did. Yeah, because we um uh, because Selena wanted to have that moment with her, oh, and then I danced with her. We had a little whole big oh, production, but then we but. Uh, I wasn't expecting Megan, 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 a stallion <laughs> in, her, in, her, in her panties to make a no. to make a cameo. So no, 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 no.
1: no.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so that was pretty, that was pretty tight. Um, Ariana Dubose, uh, well oh my deserved.
1: God. Congratulations.
0: Best supporting actress and Troy Kotsur for, um, um, for best supporting for best supporting actor and mm-hmm. Jessica Chastain. Uh, I haven't oh, seen happy Tammy. for
1: just i haven't either but i i'm very happy for jessica chastain i generally like her and everything that she's in so i'm excited right.
0: for her right i love jessica chastain she seems yeah. like a really nice genuine person so i was happy Seriously for her I though, will, yeah and i'll get around eventually to the eyes of tammy faye so i'll check i will um check that out because so yeah, I, I, I hear her either. performance is great mm-hmm. um and also um some hood ass nigga won best actor <laughs> Apparently. From West, Philadelphia, oh, born from West Philadelphia, born and raised. born and raised. Nigga, so, he um, let you know that
1: last night.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, they can't. You can't take niggas nowhere. That's what. That's exactly what Jane Campion said. You can't exactly. take these niggas anywhere.
1: and that Jane Campion was in the audience like, see, I told y'all. <laughs> I told
0: you. So, <laughs> so the slap hurt around the world. Mm. So. Liz, I'm sure you know, but just as a recap, listeners, um, so apparently Chris Rock uh, was presenting the award for Best Documentary, which Questlove won. Congratulations Congratulations. to Questlove. Don't want to overshadow that, brother. Congratulations to him. But as he was presenting the um, award for Best Documentary and reading out the nominees, he makes a joke which has come out that was ad-libbed. Uh, uh, at, at the expense of Jada Pinkett Smith and about um her her bald her her bald head that she's rocking. Listeners, if you don't know, um, the reason why Jada Smith is uh, is gone is on bald or rocking a bald head, which many women do, but her particular reason is because she suffers from a condition called alopecia, mm-hmm. which she struggled with for years, has caused her to lose her hair. And I Chris Rock like made that. I
1: did not know that until yesterday.
0: I, she talked, I mean it was been in the blogs and she's talking well, yeah, about I it.
1: Yeah, like, I don't watch I don't watch red table talk, so
0: Yeah. It me neither, but I've seen I just seen it around the blogs and you know and everything. Um mm-hmm. uh, and I had actually forgotten about it until people brought it up. Mm-hmm. You know when it came out, so he makes that he, he makes a GI Jane joke at the expense of Jada Pinkett Smith, and of course these hosts get up there and they make jokes. You know, Amy, Amy Schumer was roasting motherfuckers all night. Mm-hmm. So
1: Chris Rock had a really funny joke about uh, Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem. Yeah, <laughs> that
2: was, was like, yo,
1: if Javier Bardem better not win, if Penelope Cruz don't win,
0: because that's gonna be
1: some smoke in the city in that house. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I
0: laughed. That was hilarious. So. As he, so when he makes this joke about Jada the camera of course cuts to, um, to Will and Jada in the front and Will does chuck you do see him have a smile or a chuck on his face, Jada is of course looking annoyed, is, is obviously looking annoyed and rolling her eyes and about a few seconds later Will Smith climbs on, climbs on the Oscar stage, walks up to Chris Rocks and slaps the shit out of his, out of his mouth
1: oh, Richard <laughs>
3: Oh,
0: wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. And at first, I thought it was I thought it was all staged. Mm. Until until he goes back in the audience and starts cussing him out, Mm. which was censored on the U.S. broadcast, but it was not censored on a Japanese broadcast. Or the Australian Yes. And I was just in fucking shock. At first I, I was like, oh my God, what is happening?
1: Right. Because when you because you know, in the US, you 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 obviously get the censored one. So we were just like, What happened? And like, cause like mm. we all thought it was staged. Right. We thought it was staged, like, oh, here we go. Oh, 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 he looks mad. Oh, mm. Chris Rock ain't playing either. Oh oh, okay. Right. And then we got the Japanese version and uh oh boy.
0: Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a GI Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! I'm going to, okay? <laughs> oh, I could, oh, okay. That was a uh, greatest night in the history of television. Okay. <laughs> okay. And, um, we don't
1: talk about Jade.
0: <laughs> no, we don't talk about Jade. Mm-hmm. You know, I a good thing that I have never said anything bad about Jada Pinkett Smith not, on this not podcast.
1: One single thing, okay? I live too close to <laughs> Philly to even play like that. All right. Yes. Philly is a hot yes. skipper to jump away. Yes. I
0: ain't doing that don't thing. go back and listen to any episode where because you won't find it. <laughs> mm, no, you can l- <laughs> Mm-hmm. But no, but yeah, it was just so wow, man! It was just crazy, and that was mm-hmm. like just in shock that he did that. And plus, you know, I'm thinking like, oh my god, when are they gonna are they gonna kick him out? Mm-hmm. He's about he's about to be, his award is coming up next. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a he's a he's a front runner to win. And of course, spoiler alert, he did win Best Actor, and he gave and he gave a very impassioned speech, a very impassioned speech. The only thing was. Just after that moment, everything was overshadowed by, you know, him, you know, slapping Chris Rock. And I don't really want to get into the whole respectability politics. Yeah, I'm not even going to do it. And, you know, and white folks have lost their mind. You know, I'm just going to say. He could
1: have killed him. Okay. Okay,
0: girl. Okay. (laughs) Right. So I don't want to get into all that, but just to say, stay out of black folks business. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Just um, stay out of Black folks' business. It's not your place, you know. Yeah, it ain't me. even our place. <laughs> exactly. So, I just want to get that out of the way. But it was a good night, you know. Unfortunately, some incidents happened, but congratulations to everyone that uh, to everyone that won. And hopefully, you know, in two days, it's all blow over. You know.
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh. Breaking news. He he he. Li- like literally about an hour ago, he uh <laughs> was he uh posted on Instagram and he apologized to Chris Rock.
0: Okay, that's good. That's good. You know, you Mm -hmm. hate to see, you know, these, you know, brothers fight and everything. Because they're friends, I think. All these niggas in there was in there with friends, so it's kind of like, yeah. I made the joke like this nigga really slapped his coworker, yeah, on the sales floor in front of management and with and when corporate was visiting, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know. So Oscars are gonna be
1: Lily White next year.
0: Oh no! no was,
1: listen. We had a we had a
0: a mid. A we had run. an okay run. <laughs> ain't no mm-hmm. niggas winning shit no more. They ain't gonna in, invite them. <laughs> no, I, listen. The Image Awards is to be packed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. That's it. Good. So good night. Good night, overall. Good night, overall. Congratulations to yeah. all the winners. But w- we're really here for for the season three premiere of FX's Atlanta which was a double premiere. Uh, they showed episode one and two, and we'll be covering both of them tonight. Um, just a little background on, on Atlanta. Um, I'm sure if you listen to this, you already know. Atlanta is a show created by Donald Glover, of course, and his brother, Stephen Glover, and it has been mostly directed by um, visionary director Hiro Morai. It premiered on FX. I can't remember when it when exactly premiered. I didn't look it up, but I do know that it has taken a four-year four full years hiatus. Yeah. Uh the original um break for that first two years was because Donald Glover was gonna be was playing um Lando Calrissian yep. in um in um solo. But of course after that COVID hit, so which delayed even even further. But um they have of course come back um as the last as this past Thursday and it's like they didn't miss a beat yeah
1: yeah Yeah. they did i think now that i think about it the last time atlanta was on tv Mm. i was pregnant with my first child wow and she will be four in june
0: wow right yeah
1: it's been a long time
0: long time i don't know any other show that could have that did that or could have done that maybe and this is actually a show that donald glover compares himself compares himself to um the sopranos i believe the sopranos Mm -hmm. had like maybe a three-year break in between season five and season six which was the final season yeah i think it was was a pretty long break so but yeah coming back they they um didn't miss a beat. It still has that same abstract, irreverent humor, which kind of pokes fun in real life, but like amps it up to absurdity. So kind of like Curb uh, Your Enthusiast, kind of like the Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, though.
1: yeah, yeah. It's like because it's like it's weird, but it's funny, but it makes you think, but it's kind of haunting. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, child, the best episode I like of atlanta which is kind of hard to say but still i'm gonna say it um the one where they did that michael jackson look-alike.
3: yes
0: taylor perkins
3: most people wouldn't understand to make an omelet you have to break a few eggs i mean to build bridges people have to fall
2: are you not mad at your dad
3: of course not there was no way for a child to understand what's at stake he just wanted the best for us. My father used to say, great things come from great pain. I want this wing of the museum to be dedicated to great fathers. My father, Joe Jackson, Marvin Gaye Sr. Tiger Woods' his father, Serena Williams' his father. The father that drops off Emilio Estevez in the Breakfast Club.
1: Teddy, thank you, Teddy Perkins. That shit haunted me. Okay,
0: to this day. Much like yeah,
1: much like the premiere actually is still kind of haunting me too. But we'll, I'm obviously going to get into that like hell right now. So yes.
0: So um, any overall thoughts that you have on this double on this um double premiere or the first episode that we're going to speak about? uh, That you want to get out the way before we get. I thought
1: it was great. Okay. Mm. I had a spectacular time with this damn show. Mm. Um, like it, I don't even know what to say. Like the whole time I was like, I was laughing out loud, but then it would be like a nervous laugh too. Cause I'm just mm. like, Oh God, I don't even know. Cause we're just talking about the first episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause obviously like you, you, you don't know where it's going to go. And then after, after, like after like a couple of minutes you're just like wait a minute is this kind of like the mm. heart li- the heart lives and their mm. adoption wait a minute and then you look at the uh, like the very beginning of the episode like they you know they they have like the videos they, they spook the videos and the memes and shit like that mm. and um then it just gets really real and then it just kind of stops being funny and then it's funny again and then it's not and then Then it is like it makes you laugh kind of almost uncomfortably
0: does that make sense right that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah donald glover he uh the way that he writes he has a way of writing that that just takes these very serious issues and just subverts them and turns them on his head to kind of like make help to make you focus on them um as a serious matter but yet he injects it with a sense with this kind of dark humor where you don't you got supposed to you don't think you're supposed to laugh, but you can't help because the shit is mm. fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, especially with um this one because uh and I will I will go into a little bit of the of the um real story at the end of our synopsis, but uh it's but it's not a laughing matter what really no. happened. But the way no. that he was able to flip that on his head and he turn it, it into exactly exactly and he turned into something like really really poignant and beautiful you know mm-hmm. um and I, and I know that too many people know the um real story but i'm glad i was able to get you know focus on um the memory of these of these of these children which we'll get into right now so episode uh so season three episode one is entitled Three Slaps, which is um, <laughs> directed um, by Hiro Murai and written by Stephen Glover, who is Donald um, Glover's brother. Um, so, yeah, I said Donald Glover the way Donald Glover writes, but uh, Stephen was actually the one credited with his credited with writing this episode. So. Getting into it, we open on a black and a a black guy and a white guy doing some night fishing and the black guy says he's ready to leave. But he comments on how the lake is murky and he tells his buddy about how he almost drowned there when he was on a beach trip. And the white guy tells him about how the lake was created by the created by the state um, because they flooded an entire town. And that town was also full of black people. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamel, do you know what they're referencing in lake this opening Lanier. scene? Yes. Did lake they ever Lanier. actually
1: say Lake
0: Lanier? Or they, they didn't kinda... exactly. They, they didn't say Lake Lanier in the show, but of course it is Lake it, Lanier. We know.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I went to I went to college in Atlanta. I know all about Lake Lanier.
0: Mm-hmm. So, listeners, uh, Lake Lanier is located just outside of Atlanta, Georgia, which is an artificial lake that was created in 1956. Exactly as that white guy said in the show by flooding the predominantly black thriving town of Oscarville. Um, to do this, the state of Georgia displaced an entire, the entire town of 250 families, dozens of businesses and 20 cemeteries. However, the history of the site goes back further to that of the Cherokee Nation. And it was also one of the most one of the um, southeastern most points of the Trail of Tears. Given the history and the many accidental mm-hmm. "quote unquote" drowning deaths that occur every year, many believe that the lake is haunted. But yet, many people still flock to the lake like any normal tourist attraction. I've uh, never been to Lake Lanier. I'm never been. going. I'm never uh-uh. going to Lake Lanier.
1: Nope, I ain't even crossing that bridge. Hell, no.
0: <laughs> they can um ha- they can have that. Um, but I found it. But I did. I like you know that he's sprinkling these little these tidbits about you know atlanta and atlanta lore mm-hmm. in the in the show uh it's so cool that he does that donald glover Absolutely. of course being from stone mountain georgia I always represented i was going to represent um georgia and represent atlanta so yeah i thought it was pretty cool um that they did that so the white guy he also the white guys does start to uh, speak about race and especially he speaks about upon whiteness is a social construct by illustrating that in order to be white, you can just simply buy your way into it by your social economic circumstances. which that was actually true. (laughs) But it is a belief. Bring
1: it to some some, uh, new shit like um, buying your way into whiteness. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a black person smack another person on national television and be able to go back to his seat and then <laughs> win an award.
0: Got the promotion.
1: Listen, I'm telling you right now, it March might be Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, I think I'm just going to declare I mean, like, granted, it was Black on Black Crime, and I don't like that. But I'm just
2: saying.
0: I'm just
1: saying. <laughs> might need to move Black History Month to March. I'm just saying. I'm just tweeting out there. <laughs> I'm just putting yeah, it out
0: there. We can we can um yeah we can all agree we can agree with that because that mm-hmm. shit the blackish the oh. black shit on the Oscars. <laughs> but, but uh yes, but that is a belief that's wild that is widely held today. And you know, sometimes it works out for some people, sometimes it doesn't, you know. Mm. you know Kanye tried to, Kanye tries to do it, he dips in and out, you know. Mm. One day he's white, and one day he's black, and when he wants us to be on his side. <laughs>
2: yes. mm, mm, mm.
0: Speaking mm. of Speaking of, the white guy in the show, he does use the example of Armenians who, while they are ethnically not white, but their skin color, they are identified spicy as white. white. They're spicy white. white. You know, i.e. Kimberly Kardashian.
1: I've never not considered her white.
0: Yeah, she's not. Yeah, she's not white. <laughs> you know, people. And, she,
1: and I feel like she thinks that she's not white.
0: Yeah. She knows she but, she can't she can't say that you know publicly yeah but, yeah. but she's yeah, but she she's a spicy she's she got a spicy little spice to her she's yeah, spicy yeah. And so that tan and sometimes that tan is not fake it's just summer <laughs> <laughs> so the scene then turns into a nightmare sequence where the white guy's face turns into a monster and the black guy yells and gets pulls out the boat into the water by a bunch of black hands and out of that nightmare awakens a little black boy that was fucking scary.
1: Yes.
0: I didn't know when the fuck it was going with that, you know, when it happened. You know, shout out to the special effects. Yeah. yeah. I Child, like,
1: okay. (laughs) Okay. Oof. All
0: right. So, in the school the next morning, the teacher announces that the class will be able to attend a special screening of Black Panther 2. Uh, And this excites the little boy whose name is Laquarius. And he starts yeah, and he starts dancing on a desk, acting the damn fool in the middle of the class. But I can't blame him. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to tell a little black boy that he gets to see Black Panther 2 before everybody else. I'm yeah. gonna shit. I'm a grown-ass man, and, you know, if I was in that class as a substitute, I would have danced I, too.
2: Hell yeah!
1: You
0: know, I hell don't blame yeah. him at all for that. And obviously,
1: know. this is from that... Um the uh that one uh video of those little kids dancing it looks like they were in like a cafeteria or something like that yeah he just yeah. starts going off like dancing and everything it's cute yeah <laughs> then he started getting disruptive and it was not <laughs> cute anymore
0: right so Laquarius, Laquarius's mother and grandfather are called into the school and the black principal starts to explain let me say it again the black principal there it is starts to explain what's going on and she is immediately interrupted immediately
2: mm-hmm.
0: interrupted by the white guidance counselor yep. counselor who passively aggressively implies that laquarius should be held back and put yeah. into the remedial program mm-hmm.
3: as you know there was a disruption with uh, Laquarius. And- in here I'm the guidance counselor,
1: Mrs. Greer. Let me start by saying I am a big fan of your son. He's been to my office a few times already this semester for disciplinary problems, talking in class, being disruptive. You didn't and- give him detention. Well, yes, he's he's had detention before, several times. But I, I had a thought. Maybe the reason that he's being disruptive in class is because the material's too challenging. If we put him in remedial math and language arts, he could have the... Wait,
3: uh- wait. What? No. My son is not dumb.
0: Oh no, no. He's I...
3: an idiot. Y'all ridiculous. He is not the first kid to act up in class and you wanna push him back some grades? No, I just thought Don't it could be you good. move my son. Tell his teachers to give him detention.
0: Thank you for coming. hmm And her little I'm a big fan of your son. Yeah, but that wasn't nobody. Like uh uh-uh, uh no i think
1: the material is too challenging or maybe the material is not as challenging because that can happen too like they might Mm -hmm. act out because they're bored but you know all right go ahead do you
0: right and black mama's not having any of this shit. she tells them to just keep putting them in detention Mm -hmm. and she just walks away but we do see in the hallway she's scolding laquarius and just making him do the same dances that he was doing in the class Mm-hmm. And, we've seen a dozen of those videos right and that's a common disciplinary technique you know sh- shaming children you right. know.
1: oh you want to dance here you go like all right i don't know if i like that but you know whatever
0: i don't i mean i don't know if it was done to me but i have seen it and, it wasn't you
1: know, done to me my yeah, parents are old school i just got whooped
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i get yeah yeah me and jamil jamil and i are of, a, of, of a age where mm. you used to you can get, whoop us and get away with it yeah you know?
1: <laughs> yeah you can't do that now obviously no, but, you can't yeah, do
0: it now yeah. as we will see we're not
1: bragging or we're not you know glorifying getting
0: whooped no but it's, no, just, just, but it's just what is what happened to us and we have not passed those things on along to our children yeah
1: no i don't i don't respect,
0: i respect our the children mm-hmm. so uh the mob tells him if he doesn't start using his common sense and act right these white people are going to kill you if you don't start using your common sense and acting right these white people they are going to kill you Please read kill don't.
3: you now do the worm really there's no Let's need for see that it. there's no need for that you up here showing out for your white classmates yeah you laughing with them now but they going to be the only ones laughing when you dead or in jail I'm even trying to show nah, you. I
1: don't want to hear it
3: What's problem? Now get to class, and I better not get another call from this school. i walking back. Mm, yeah,
0: which is something that we that that I'm sure Jamel Jamel and I heard heard at least some form
1: yep. of this in some form or fashion.
0: And I'm sure that many black children today are have have heard this, and it because because seeing what's been going on over the past years you know in the spotlight and of course all throughout you know history of course that hey you don't these black these these um you get killed basically mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's dangerous out there for black children especially like young black children black men black women you know black trans women black so it's dangerous out here so yeah she was speaking to some truth right there um yeah, grandpa steps up gives him three steps across the mouth like Will Smith and like mm-hmm. <laughs> What's wrong? What's wrong with you?
1: So see, now and, you can't do that in public. No,
0: it, you can't do yeah. that.
1: That's why I Wait. wasn't entirely mad at the guidance counselor for being like, okay, maybe you know, but like, of course, she didn't understand. But like, you can't do that in public, man.
0: Yeah, she doesn't understand the culture, you know, mm-hmm. at all. And so she sees abuse, which yes, yeah, but yeah. you know, it. But it's it's nuanced, you know. Mm-hmm. So. The, and that well-meaning white guidance counselor looks appalled by what she sees, and she just promises to get Laquarius out of there. Yeah, you know, and I didn't like that. And again, I didn't like that I didn't, either. Yeah, I didn't like it because, of course, we as Black people watching this show see the nuance in that in, in that situation and understand mm. this is like. She's yelling at him, but she's yelling at him out of love because she doesn't want him to be left behind. And also, she doesn't want want him to be seen as a danger or a threat. So he has There's to act the right.
1: the thing where I kind of—I agree with you, but I don't fully—I don't know how to say this. But, like, I don't think she loves that boy. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think she's taking care of him because it's her duty. She did not seem to seem like—like, she, like she did not— seemed like she loved that kid at all and Hmm. more so she just like like you've seen fences yes yeah it was almost just like no I I don't you know you don't worry about if I love you or not I'm always going to take care of you because that's Hmm. my duty that's just kind of how I saw it. You know, it, it's opened up to interpretation. I don't have to be right about this. I'm not going to die on this hill. Yeah. So that's just kind of how I saw
0: it. I read an article about this. Now, I get it's because now that you bring this up, I read a I did read a review. I normally don't read reviews. Um, mm-hmm. but I think the particular review I read was kind of focused on this particular um the black mom, and mm-hmm. Donald Glover has been criticized in the past. It's on on Atlanta about how he portrays uh, he portrays black women as mm. we had last year when he had with the episode where Van um not last year but uh, last season where mm. Van goes to um, Drake's house
1: oh Drake's house yeah
0: and um and um the uh, one the one uh, girl is um, yelling at this white girl about uh, how. You you remember seeing like the interracial was, marriage, yeah, the interracial, I mean, the, the interracial
1: relationship, yeah, yeah. Bitch, don't even act like you don't know what's going on out here. You got all the advantages in the world to be a good woman. You can afford to invest early. I ain't got time to be sitting out here with no community theater ass nigga for eight years and wishing on the goddamn star. Uh There are plenty, 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 plenty of good black women, but you don't see Brad Pitt trying to date Shonda Rhimes. No, no, no. Tight. Beautiful woman in Google Images, honey. Then you can talk to me. I just love Deviant. Bitch, I love him too. And mm-hmm.
0: he's been and he's been criticized for that for his portrayal of mm-hmm. black women. And the interview just basically pointed out how this mother was. Um, cold kind of cold towards the son, kind of yeah. overly aggressive in the in the discipline also like you said did not seem like that she actually loved her son now mm-hmm. i did not see that because i grew up raised by a single i was raised by a single mother growing up and you know who worked hard to provide for me and you know often and i would get whoopings and uh, you know i would um and know uh, i would be and I was, I know, I was. Sometimes I would be bad, you know. You know, <laughs> you know and children. My mother had to, my mama had to fuss at me, and and of course I did not like it. But I don't think as a child, you know, I may have looked at it differently. But as an adult, I can look back and see my mama loved me, and she made her, she made you know, had her had her ways about her. But I never did not, I cannot say that I did not have love by her.
1: Okay, that's
0: good. That's kind of where our, that's just where right. I come from. But yeah, okay. so. So, so therapy is over. <laughs> yeah. Better help. We waiting. Okay.
1: Hey, listen. Uh. Talk space.
0: Mhm. All right, man. Gotcha. So Aquarius uh, later on goes about his evening, and he's using the uh, a bag of ice on the cable box. And shout out to old school technology, like a right. I didn't um, know
1: what that was.
0: I don't even like. Can't find the cable box anymore. But he uses the ice <laughs> uh, on the cable box because he's not supposed to be watching TV. I don't know how she don't know he's not watching TV. Maybe that goes towards Jamel's point. She ain't even paying attention to him. Mm-hmm. But um, a social worker who was escorted by the police comes to check on him. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. black mama answers the door and she thinks that he called him on her. And because <laughs> she's sad. it did. Cause she's just tired and over the shit. So she just tells him tells them to go ahead and take him away. My mama yeah. now, my mama would not have never done that.
1: No, no, so like you, pl- like I've seen parents play like it, like like you know what you call the police, you call them on me, you can you can have them, but mm-hmm. like I don't, no, I don't think my mom would ever have done that.
0: Right, yeah, so that was uh, that was you know sad, and that she took it to that particular extreme, and I understand that maybe in the context of it, she was probably trying to clean teach a lesson. And But of course, she and had no was way of knowing. Begging
1: her. That he's like, I didn't do it. I didn't call anybody. Oh, po mm-hmm. po, baby.
0: Right. Now I have seen it to an extent where you know, like, like okay, well, take him, take him. You, they'll let people take you away, but you know, mm-hmm. not to this extreme. No. But Laquarius is taken to the home of uh, to the home of a hippie white woman uh, named Amber, who tells him immediately tells him to call uh, her mom and hugs mm-hmm. all over him.
3: Welcome home, son. Okay, quickly, get inside.
2: Thank you so much for doing this last minute. We always appreciate it, Amber. Oh, it's
3: not a problem at all. It's what we do. All right, well, let's get you settled. I am Amber. but you can call me Mom. Um, oh, those are your new brothers and sisters. That's Lanre, Eves, and Fatima. Oh, it's stinky here. Oh, no, 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 it doesn't stink. Come on, this way. We've kind of turned our kitchen into a workshop. We're trying to make an olive oil shampoo and we started mixing together some African doo-doo soap. (laughs) Not what it sounds like. We make our own kombucha, yummy, huh? And we pickle our own veggies using our organic garden. Um, We're selling it at the farmer's market tomorrow. You're gonna love it. Oh, um, and that is your other mom and that little guy is corn pop.
2: Welcome to the family.
3: So do I call you both, Mom? Call me Gail? (laughs) Yes. Oh, dinner's at 5.30, so wash up first. Um, We're having fried chicken. And um, since it's your first night, I'll let you decide, do you want capers or sprouts? I don't know what that is. (laughs) 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 Capers it is. (laughs) Oh, will you get me that chicken mm. over there? Mm. Perfect. Uh, how much did we do it last time? 12 minutes was too long, right? Yeah, it was a little dry. Okay, let's do eight and a half then. Mm-hmm.
0: And we also meet her partner, her wife, Gail, who's played by White Ruby from Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. And the rat and a dog rat, Corn Pop. So she introduces him to the other kids. Um, they are all black: um, Landry, Yves, and Fatima.
1: And they all look sickly.
0: Yes. More on that later. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he tells her. Uh, he tells her that the house stinks, and she mm. says it doesn't stink. So it just smells like that because they make their own shampoos and they pickle in Brussels sprouts, which and the kombucha. You. Yeah, uh, African doo doo soap, not like it sounds. Um, oh, they gi- give him a choice for dinner between uh, capers or sprouts. He doesn't know what that is because he's from the hood.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I would have chosen sprouts, by the way.
1: Um, yeah, I like capers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they tell him that they are making fried chicken for dinner, oh,
1: ja, ja. but
0: they proceed to cook said fried chicken by dipping unwashed, unwashed raw. Unseasoned chicken in oh, raw, unseasoned flour directly uh-huh. in the bag. Yeah, in mi- the bag. Oh, and microwaving it for eight minutes because 12 minutes made it too dry.
1: Too dry. <laughs> Child. <laughs> I don't even know what to <laughs> How do you. Okay. All right.
0: This was, oh, my God. Like Again, that was just taking something and amping it up to the extreme. Mm. Like, I don't even know, like, white people really do that. We talk about white people cooking, but, my God, that was extreme. I right don't think there. they do.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know, but I don't, I've never seen that. You know what? I, you I,
0: never know. I read an article about, you know, these white dudes is eating raw chicken, breasts.
1: Oh, uh, what? Th- th- that-, that will make you sick.
0: Yes, a, he was eating raw chicken breasts for a year. He claimed he never got sick.
1: I don't believe that.
0: Mm-hmm. Disgusting. So Amber, uh so Laquarius goes upstairs and Amber gives him an embroidered towel that says Larry because she doesn't know how to spell Aquarius.
1: Aquarius.
0: Mm-hmm. And easier to call him Larry. You know, mm-hmm. again. Step mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. You know, taking away, taking away their given names. Mm. Um, He asks Amber for a washcloth and she stops and says, Oh, he's new here. He doesn't know.
1: Right. We don't,
0: we don't um, have washcloths. Girl. You know, and you can just use your hands. Even on my butt?
1: Like, no.
3: <laughs> All right. Like,
0: oh God, I don't like, understand it. That is a real pain, though, because I know people that don't have washcloths. Yeah, White people don't have washcloths. You know. Later that night he comes to the he comes to dinner wearing a st- the standard nigga pajama set, basketball <laughs> shorts, and a domestic violence
3: shirt.
1: Uh, an A-line shirt.
0: Yes, because that is exactly how I sleep. So mm-hmm. it's the standard. Abra you know. mm-hmm. places a, a plate of the steel raw, um uh, floured chicken and he refuses to eat it. The other slaves, I mean kids, reluctantly oh. eat it. And dinner is interrupted by the phone ringing, and White Ruby answers and slams the receiver down. Oh,
1: because she calls it she calls it fried chicken.
0: Fried chicken. And
1: meanwhile, fried. Corn Pop is having a hamburger.
0: <laughs> yes, Yeah. The, the the phone rings again. She rips it out the wall and throws it. Larry yells, "The food the food is nasty, and he wants a hamburger, but it's it's corn dog's food." White Ruby tells him there are starving children in Africa, like his brother, oh his new brother. And he can go to bed without eat without eating, you know. Mm-hmm. And
1: luckily
0: he had like a snack is, in his bag, I think, or something like that. Yeah, I think it had like yeah, I think he had like a, a like a um like a snack cake or something. Mm-hmm. But but again, this is just you know goes to show you a stream a, the extreme writing making it you know making it funny, which is a, a sad situation, starving these children and making them eat raw food, but it's mm-hmm. amped up. So the next morning, Larry and the other slaves are made to work in the garden, a.k.a. the fields. And one of the girls, she's starting to, you know, have a coughing fit.
2: Yeah.
0: Larry t- Larry tells Amber they hadn't had lunch, but she says they had salary and car- carrots and it's good to go hungry and just sing a song. He starts singing, Young Boy Never Broke Again Make No Sense.
3: I feel
0: like <laughs> but Amber tells him to stop with that nigger shit, like I tell Devin
3: mm-hmm.
0: when he's here. <laughs> And to sing a negro spiritual. Yeah,
2: um, I don't want to
0: word no. More, oh, girl. Was, I, I know that was that was not shit, but when you just did that, that she was
1: hilarious. How
0: does she think <laughs> this is okay?
2: What oh is God. happening?
1: I
0: don't want the word no more. What the hell? <laughs> oh that was hilarious. Oh. And White Ruby comes up and tells, tells him tells to get his black ass back to picking their cotton or them Brussels sprouts. Um they go to the farmer's market and with those um, with those nasty Brussels sprouts and Larry is wearing a free hug sign and some white man asks him if hugs is his father.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, that made me laugh like <laughs> hell. But yo, so let me ask you: Did you immediately realize like what's the like um what the, what was happening?
0: Immediately, as soon okay. as he was as soon as he was the free hugs sound like they doing Devante. That's Devontae.
1: So here's the thing: I obviously knew about Devante. I knew the free hugs. I knew him hugging the cop and all of that. But I don't know why I I didn't realize that. Like, cause I, well, here's the thing. I knew about the lesbian um, couple, the lesbian uh, married couple that did what they did to their adoptive children or the foster children. <clears throat> I didn't know Devontae Hart was one of those foster children. I thought these were two mm-hmm. separate things.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And then, but you okay. know what these do? We Google
0: while we watch it. So I was just
1: like, oh, these are the same niggas? Okay. So, yeah. Okay. That's just an aside. Go ahead.
0: Okay, Larry then tries to escape, and I'm calling him Larry now <laughs> because he's with the white woman.
1: I ones. noticed
0: that. Larry time. tries to, so Larry tries to escape, and he hugs a police officer, who remarks that he almost shot him because that's the proper way to respond mm-hmm. to a child in distress. Clearly, clearly, mm. the police officer writes everything he says off and releases him back to the the dirty, creepy white woman, mm. and. Back at home, Larry is painting a painting the ceiling, and Amber shows him a newspaper clipping of him hugging the police officer with a caption that says, "Cops aren't so bad." Amber tells him he's helping so much, and he yells, "I didn't say that shit!" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No. Now, this is where I go into it. So, this is listeners is a if you don't know is a direct reference to the heart murders and the. Mm. Uh, and the viral photo of Devonte Hart hugging a police officer which was published in november 2014 mm. and that photo was taken at a demonstration in ferguson missouri which at the time was t- which at the time when it came out um the photo was touted as some type of symbol of unity between- everybody
1: thought it was sweet i hell i thought it was sweet
0: yeah everybody was fooled and it, it was a sign of unity between black people or black boys and the police. But in retrospect, when you look at that photo, knowing what happened to them, um yeah, well, was it was it was yeah, you know, it was it was a cry for help. And I'll get a little bit deeper into that in a little bit. but, um, but yeah, Amber tells Larry that she knows it's not easy for him to be there, and she's just gonna live it right out of you. I'm just gonna live it right out of you
1: ride here. right out of you, yeah, oh, that's not cute.
0: Not at all. Not at all. That that's some that's some um that's some mistress, it's not like mistress um in the in the big house shit right there. Mm-hmm. No. But White Ruby takes the opposite approach mm-hmm. because she's still in love Country mm-hmm. and, she, and she don't like the look at this little yellow roach. Like I know who I know who you are. You a fucking snitch ass nigga. That's right? She called that little
1: boy a snitch. Right. You know what they call you from? Um, right. <laughs> she was absolutely and, casted because she is very scary looking.
0: Yes, I am pretty sure they um they cast her I because of her role in love character. Oh, I guarantee they did that. Um, so they get a knock on the door and it's um a it's a social worker from DCFs to check on the kids, but because this one is black, she doesn't get a police escort.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. And when she walks in the door, she immediately smells them stanky ass pickled Brussels sprouts. Right, She's just like, "What is that smell?" <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny that the black people just automatically oh, notice. Yeah. Like,
1: the, I'm gonna
0: let you. I'm it's, gonna let you continue. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so, pickled Brussels sprouts. It's both. <laughs> mm. So she checks on um, the little girl who is damn near dead from malnutrition, and because the only thing they blood? gave. Well, I think what she says is blueberries, like yeah. like medicine. And the social worker asks for a washcloth, but they don't know what those are. And uh-huh. and then she tries to talk to Larry, who tells her he's hungry all the time. But before she can um take him away or take the, all those kids away uh, from that situation, White Ruby lures the officer outside. And after a little while, she comes back and says everything's fine. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. I was mad at that. Like, why would you uh uh-uh, uh take those I wouldn't kids-
1: have gone. I wouldn't Just have gone.
0: Leave. Kids and leave. Don't don't Mm-mm. so that was a little out of character, but of course so, plot.
1: Here's the thing. That's actually based off of um a true like the like what really happened because apparently oh. Devontae, yeah, Devontae Hart would go to the neighbors like they like he and like the rest of the <laughs> kids would go to the neighbors like, Hey, can we please have something to eat. And they would do They would do this yeah. almost every day. And uh to the point where the neighbors were just like, okay, yeah, we're calling CPS because this is ridiculous. So uh, and apparently they called oh, them a lot. Yeah. yeah. So when um uh L- Larry was just like I'm really hungry. Can we please I just want to eat something. That that's what that was.
0: Right. So well I forgot about that part of the story. Um so Alice Starvation out of the threat of starvation, Larry finally eats the raw chicken, and he goes to bed. And he has a nightmare about going downstairs and seeing a social worker's head being pickled. And uh-huh. his and his mother's warnings from earlier rings in his head. He um hears a hears a creak on the floor, and turns around to see Corn Pop dressed like his grandfather, and the dog slaps him, <laughs> which that is a little was, bit funny. Yeah. It shouldn't be
2: funny he wait.
0: Yeah, he he wakes up from that nightmare and run and immediately runs to the bathroom to throw up all that salmonella. Okay.
3: Mm
0: -mm. Amber and White Ruby are packing in a hurry to leave and they say they are taking the kids on a trip to the Grand Canyon, which I believe is actually what they did with the heart. uh, Women told those kids that Mm -hmm. that that's where they were going. Larry, of course, is suspicious. And as they walk to the car, he sees a big trash bag with an obvious body in it and the Mm -hmm. social worker's clipboard on top. During the drive, Larry and the other kids share ominous looks and use their black telepathy to communicate that these white women are going to kill us.
1: That made me laugh out loud (laughs) because all they needed to do was look.
0: Right. Right.
1: Yes, Yes, nigga, we know. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we know, yeah, one of the kids, like, we know, and one them was like, sweet release.
1: <laughs> oh, thanks. And that through one little it. girl was just
0: like, my hair hurts. Because oh. they weren't doing
1: that little girl's
0: hair. No, no, not at no. all. So, on the way to the murder-suicide, Amber oh. and White Ruby pull over to, pull over to um, set Corn Pop free because the dog let the life- dog go. Yeah. Because a dog's life is obviously more valuable than the um, than a um, black child's. so, mm-hmm. and they talk about how much this how much this will all be better for the kids by killing them.
3: What the hell are we doing?
0: Well, we're doing what needs to be done.
3: You know,
2: the world we live in, Amber, it's horrible for these kids. Without us to protect them, what's going to happen to them? They're gonna go back into foster care.
1: Just release them in the wild, like Corn Pop. We'd be prolonging the inevitable.
3: When we adopted Fatima, I knew we were doing the right thing. The agency even said so. I mean, we got that big loan from the bank. I thought that. I thought that meant we were solid. Everyone was so supportive. Every person. And I just keep thinking, why, why isn't anyone stopping us?
2: Why didn't anyone stop
1: us, Gil?
0: Because yeah, they don't want to where rele- they
1: come from. hmm
0: Because they don't want to release them back into the wild. Yeah, like no.
1: like cornpot.
0: Yes. Amber talks about how everyone was so supportive and asks, why didn't anyone stop us? Why? Mm. Why didn't they stop us? Because we're <sighs> white women. That's why. Mm. All right. And they get back in the car. Amber has a one more last regret, but White Ruby tells her not to look back. And they drive off. Mm. White Ruby gives one last look in the back, in the back seats to see that Larry pulled a switcheroo
2: yep.
0: and put corn pop there was some James Bond shit right there. Right? I don't know how he put it up. You know, but put Corn Pop under his aloe black hat mm-hmm. and tucks and rolls out the back of the van just before Amber and White Ruby fall to their depths in Lake Lanier. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: So we get full circle.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so Liquarius walks all the way back to his real home and washes mm-hmm. dishes Because he had, you gotta do something, and so his black mama would let him back in her good graces. (laughs) Have you ever done that? You know, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, I've done that like many them.
1: Tell my children do that right now. You
0: know, yeah, mine too. Mine too. Uh, It's so cute, and you just like it's okay, it's okay, and then the next hour they're like, ah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. so my. Black mama finds him in the kitchen and notes that he finally came back home and gives him that black mama look of love, which is what I mm-hmm. interpreted it as.
3: So you finally decided to come home, huh?
2: Love affair
3: that Wait, mom. Get yeah, baby. Some spaghetti in there? Love affair that yeah, spaghetti in there.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. He was gone for long. I, I was wondering if she saw him on TV.
0: You know what? That's a good point. You know, because you, know, you know, in the paper, I'm you know, gra- my
1: disbelief. But
0: eh, okay. Granddad read the paper. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. So, like, she looks at him with a look that little look, but also that look says you better not do that shit again. Mm-hmm. Learn your fucking. Le- I know mean, he learned his lesson. That video. <laughs> he asked her, "Is there some spaghetti in there?" And she says, "Yes." Some spaghetti in there. She said, yes, baby. Some spaghetti in there. Because niggas will hold on to some spaghetti. I love spaghetti. Me too. Me too. Mm -hmm. My wife doesn't like spaghetti. (gasps) Uh, She Well, let me put it this way. She likes it, but in moderation. But it's one of the most... It's one of my favorite things to cook, but I, but I will end up like like um, mama, and I always have it in the, in the refrigerator because I
1: could eat it every single day. That I'm god sense, her. I had yeah. some for lunch yesterday.
0: <laughs> so while eating the spaghetti, a news report plays showing that all the other foster kids escaped. Um, LaQuarius saved god. them. And he changes, to, he changes the TV to American Dad, and as the camera pans in, and the music fades, he hears the floor creep behind him, and he turns around looking like Chiron in Moonlight.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And we cut to earn Waking Up implying that maybe that particular uh, that, that I was a dream of his, and that mm-hmm. leads directly into the season, uh, into episode two. Um, mm-hmm. I mean... That was amazing. That was it was a,
1: amazing. A, a, it got to the point where I I didn't even think about like when are the real characters coming in like right you know like I was just like okay at, at first I was like okay how are they gonna tie this in how are they gonna
0: t- whatever I'm I interested
1: to see what's gonna happen yeah,
0: so, yeah. at first I thought it was at first I thought it was Darius mean, yeah I, I thought, thought it, it was, was
1: like Darius like yeah I thought it was Darius's yeah. like, like origin story.
0: Yeah, that's who I thought it was at first, but yeah, that was a, it was amazing, you know, 30 minutes of television right there, and that mm-hmm. was pretty much it into the very end that we see Donald Glover. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love it when shows, like, subvert, you know, things, mm-hmm. like... Sleeping um, next like to some that. white lady. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, real life. So, <laughs> um... <laughs> now we talked about the real story and again I won't go too deep into it I would suggest listeners that you look up a podcast called broken hearts um it's um it is actually by glamour magazine of all people but it's a true crime po- podcast that um goes into detail about um the heart about the heart family Devontae, um what happened um and they kind of they just basically lay it all out. So again, the podcast is called Broken Hearts. It's uh, on wherever you can find podcasts. And by the way, hearts is H A R T S. Mm-hmm. So look it up if you if you want to uh, learn about more about what happened, the tragedy that happened to these black children uh, uh, by these by these white women, and um and just and just remember these kids because you know they did not deserve at all what happened to them and I feel sorry for you know what happened. It's a very sad story. Very
1: um, it's so tragic.
0: Right. So moving on to uh episode two, any thoughts that you of that you had about this particular episode going this into this
1: was like episodes of old, you know, yes. like this this was a classic, if you will, Atlanta episode. Um and, you know, it was just really, really good to see everybody back you know it's good to see everybody back everybody you know what everybody's doing um Mm. apparently Ern is a boss nigga now
0: yes yes
1: that's that Mm. um yeah no i i really really liked it i'm i'm anxious to see how the season's gonna go i love that they're in amsterdam i love that uh that that darius was like this city is my jesus
2: yes (laughs) yes
1: which right. of course it would be. So
2: mm-hmm. you know,
1: like yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I'm I'm very anxious to get into it.
0: Yeah, I really love this episode too. A five out of five for me on this particular episode. Definitely, like you said, it felt like it felt like the old school announcer of old, the irreverent comedy. I was very surprised that um that they cut, they out they picked up a little bit after where they left off. I think it's maybe been in show maybe like a year in mm-hmm. the show. I was surprised. It, how they organically brought Van back into the picture? Because I was wondering, yeah. like, they're gonna be in Europe. Where's Van? What are they gonna do about? Yeah, because Van?
1: Van gotta be. Van gotta um, gotta watch Lottie.
0: Right. So I, it was organic how he did that. But yes, yeah, a five out of five uh, for me on this particular episode. So let's go ahead and get into it. Episode right. two, Centric S- Claus is coming to town. Before <laughs> I get too deep into it, did you know about Centric before this episode?
1: Um, you talking about the blackface joint? Yes. I've seen
0: it, yeah. Okay, um, yeah, I knew about it before this episode, and I sprinkled in little uh, tidbits about it within the, within the notes. But yeah, it was something that I was uh, aware that it was a thing, um, and it's, it's as ridiculous as they showed in this episode. So it
1: really is, like, so good I, lord.
0: So I am going to start with Van and Darius and Tupac. So, um. <laughs> So, uh, we Van is waiting outside the airport and she's getting picked up by Darius, who greets her. The airline lost her luggage, so they decide to go shopping for a coat. Mm-hmm. During the ride, he asks her about Lottie, which Van awkwardly says she's fine and is staying with her parents. Darius asks, then asks her about her and Earn and if they will be having another baby, to which Van replies she has a boyfriend. Um, mm-hmm. interesting development.
1: Hey, Who is
0: and, this nigga? Yeah. And I, and why is he why is he not there? You know. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. And asked if she's if he is gonna have a baby soon, and he tells her he he can't reproduce because his bowels got crushed when he was a kid in Nigeria.
2: And you and Ern, you guys gonna pop out another baby? I have a boyfriend. Oh. Mm-hmm. Why? You and her are planning on popping out a baby soon?
3: Uh, I
2: can't procreate. I had my balls crushed when I was a kid in Nigeria.
3: Oh, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, no, it's okay.
0: Long time ago. What? <laughs> Darius. Darius, nigga. What? <laughs> That was crazy. You for Darius, that was wild.
1: I need a backstory on this nigga, man.
0: There's a nigga in the world. He straight up over like, I but it's again back to that same old Alana. Darius oversharing. Somebody mm-hmm. asked him a, a question. He he overshares. Mm-hmm. Uh, he references the movie Food Fight, which is actually a real movie. I put the I put that trailer that he asked her to watch in the uh, show notes. It's pretty yeah, wild. Yeah, I need to watch that. Um. So yeah. So Van, of course, is in is in Amsterdam. I'm glad she's there. Um, yeah. So wow. So, so later on, next scene with the Van and Darius, they're cult, they're actually coat shopping, and she tries on a coat, and he's like, "Hey, can you come in for a minute?" No, you don't want that gas on it. Like what? <laughs> Why does it
1: do have gas on it, Darius?
0: It, like how did she not spill it? But you no, know, he just uh-huh. had he just like took a big whiff. <laughs> yeah. I have
1: so many questions.
0: <laughs> as to so. There is who he's not good at small talk, and she just tells him to ask her something real, and he just flat out asks her, "Why are you here?" And she tells him she's in Amsterdam because she lost a job offer uh, that she wanted, and now she's just trying to figure herself out. You know, I mean, you can apply for another job, but you know, instead of going instead of going halfway across the country or across the world, she's
1: an education.
0: I yes, she's a, I think she's a teacher. Yeah. Um, so, and I, and I think she, doesn't she come from money? If I remember
1: correctly? Um, that I just don't remember.
0: I can't remember. She, I know she was into the whole Jack and Jill thing. That was, that was a oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun. And Probably I can't remember so um, if she, if uh, that was her mom, but I think it was just a friend. Okay. Um, and so Van tries on another coat. And they find the address in the pocket of the coat, and Darius suggests they take an adventure, and to go find to go find where the address is, and Ban is down. Yeah, why not? You know, That's that white and-
1: guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm and- kidding, I'm kidding, white people, I'm so kidding.
0: And he quotes "Bodies" by uh, the band Drowning Pool. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the. <laughs> and off they go. I love um, that part. You know, so this, so I don't need 30 seconds, but this would have been the part where me and Devin would have talked about how fine Zazzy Beast is because <laughs> she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. She's you know.
2: so beautiful.
0: So, and I just wish she, you know, took regular showers, but that's another thing. Oh, but, <laughs> that. but yeah, but this was cool. You know. The, Darius and Van are not two characters that we ever saw interact in previous seasons. Except at that, that, except at the uh the Drake party. Yeah, the Drake party. You know, as I was all them interact. But you know, but it's cool to see them together and you know, like going on fucking trips and adventures together. That was wild. I thought right? that was cool. Yeah. Uh, so Van and Darius arrive at the house arrive at the house. Darius is a little ha- has cold feet because he is he didn't know it was gonna be a house. Um and Van is still down, though, and she wants to see it out. They're Mm -hmm. greeted by a bunch of white people wearing all white, like the guilty remnant, and Mm -hmm. um, Van tells them that Darius is a photographer, and she's there to escort them with the ride service. They arrive at another house where everyone is again wearing all white, and they are given white scarves um, to wear, and when they get upstairs, they see a black man laying in bed who's dying, and it appears to be some type of pre-homegoing ceremony. Um, Darius says, I'm pretty sure that's Tupac. <laughs> 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 I was like, Damn. <laughs> oh, God. Damn. Pretty sure
2: that's Tupac. What? Yeah. I felt that the thug spirit in my bones on the way up here. I knew it. <laughs> Think about it. There's this theory that Tupac faked his death, right? And then he uh, went to hide out in the Caribbean. How higher you? And there's a Dutch Caribbean. Um four? High high four,
0: maybe, sliding into five. Pardon me he felt the thug spirit in his bones when they walked. Right, <laughs> I feel the
2: thug
0: spirit in my bones. <laughs> I was like, oh god, oh god. Well,
1: why was he right? though? No, but
0: go ahead. And he goes on to explain that Tupac faked about the conspiracy that people really believe. I actually believed it for a long time.
1: I believe it too. Yeah. Tupac,
0: how right. Tupac faked his death and moved to the Caribbean, but there's a Dutch Caribbean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and Van's like, how high are you? He's like, I'm, a, I'm about four on my way to five
1: <laughs> he did say like when he was talking with Ern, he said i've been high since twilight <laughs> okay so listen it's like this city is my okay i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> this
0: city is my g this was wild. this was wild. so van gets into a conversation because um since darius is the photographer he goes to take pictures of those of the people they brought with him with his iphone you know
1: right
0: in portrait mode, at first, like, oh, y'all might want to landscape. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then gets into a conversation with a woman who says that she's a death doula. I did not look it up to see if that's a real thing, but I bet it is. I bet you it is. Mm-hmm. You know, fine. Mm-hmm. It, it probably is. And that she's there to help a, the dying man transition into the next life.
1: A death doula is a real thing. Death midwife.
0: I knew it. Yes. I, I, oh, I knew it. I knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, Van proceeds to tell this weird woman all her business. Yeah, her business, like how she, uh, like how and where she grew up, how she's having panic attacks, and that she's aimless. Um, the woman takes a liking to Van, and they have a mini bun over deviled eggs, fancy deviled eggs, like I made the oh, other last night. You know, put put some caviar on it. You, it was game changer. All right. And she tells Van, "I think you're exactly where you're supposed to be." And I'm gonna go ahead and get—I don't know about you—and I—we gotta talk about this at least once every few episodes. Okay. I was getting midsummer vibes.
1: Absolutely. I definitely thought it was midsummer. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. They're already in Europe, Nah, nigga. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And then we see what happens next. That might as well have been out of stupa.
0: Mm. Yeah, so I mean, I mean,
1: Tupac ain't 72, but
0: yeah, you know. <laughs> yes, that was great reference, by the way. <laughs> see, this is what you come here for, people. We, we see, we, yeah,
2: man, we watch
1: movies, we are
0: smart, <laughs> you know. So, so yeah, getting those midsummer vibes, Darius is taking pictures of white people with his iPhone, tell, and he tells on uh, Tupac how much he loves all his songs, <laughs> right? He's
1: like,
0: I love your music, man. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the deaf doula begins the ceremony and van volunteers to join her in saying goodbye and but all van can do is hold his hand and say it's okay
1: okay and this nigga actually looks like tupac
0: yes he i i it was it, i believe it was tupac so the, the it was tupac but she's like it's okay it's okay then in the bizarrest ass shit I've ever seen Bruh. on TV, even for Atlanta standards.
1: Bruh.
0: the deaf doula pulls out a remote control, pushes Bruh. the button three times, and it you know it but it just buzzes and releases a rubber shroud that falls over his entire over the man's entire face and head, and he starts violently suffocating to death, nigga. I was laughing, I was Bruh. crying, laughing. I was so that uncomfortable, was... but I was, I was so funny. That shit was fucking hilarious.
1: Because Darius and all them were like, what? "Wait, what?
0: Uh, oh, uh, oh." <laughs> they Ooh. was, they was horrified, Ooh. and he's just like kicking and twitching this shit out. Even
1: Darius was just like, "This is a lot." <laughs>
0: <laughs> that shit was hilarious to oh me. Oh my god, that was so damn funny. So they're uh. they're looking on traumatized and everyone else is either very calm or softly crying again. Mm-hmm. And they show the man's they can they kind of partially show the man's face and it's fucking Tupac.
1: It's Tupac. I always, I just didn't see a nose ring, but it's Tupac.
0: Yes. And they play Hail Mary. <laughs> Bruh, that, when
1: the Hail Mary started playing, I, I almost threw up. I was laughing so hard, okay? What the sorry, hell?
0: Sorry. That shit was crazy, man. It was like oh. the greatest LC on no, no television. Yes. Alana is back. This that shit really I
1: can't I, back, yo.
0: Like how can they I don't know how they're gonna top that shit, but that shit was amazing. Bruh. So um moving on to Earn... Paperboy and Sintra Klaus. So, as we said before, Ern wakes up the next morning with a random white girl. She kind of looked like Amber. I don't know if that was.
1: I thought it was Amber at first.
0: Yeah, I didn't look it up, but I didn't. I didn't bother look it up and see if it was the same same girl. But she Mm -hmm. just had that. She looked like her.
1: That seemed kind of like what they were going for. It was almost just like because he slept with this white girl.
0: Like,
1: Uh, she kind of, you know, just kind of seeped into his dreams. Okay, I'm not saying that she was evil or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, maybe that's just kind of how his dreams went.
0: Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So, he gets up uh, and turns his phone on. I guess his phone went dead. And and it was charging. So when he turns when he opens the phone, all the messages start popping up, including one from Van saying she's in Amsterdam. Can and I
1: interrupt you real fast. I have Absolutely. a question for you. I was gonna ask this to both you and Devin, but um mm-hmm. I'll ask you. Uh can you pee without holding it?
0: Because uh, yes, that sir, nigga sir, definitely sir, yes. had
1: both hands on like the That's wall and he was peeing. And I was like, how?
0: I mean, yeah, you just hover over the just hover over the um. It the doesn't toilet. move. It depends. Okay. You know, there's a lot going on down there.
1: All right, okay, that's that's it, that's it, that's all. I, I'm I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ask anymore. I was just
0: very confused. I mean, okay. you have you have an in-house consultant that you can that you can ask, you can you know, you can witness, you know. Right. Right. <laughs> so he also gets a message from Darius asking for twenty thousand dollars that was from
1: uh that was from uh that was
0: from al oh yeah i'm sorry yeah from al asking for twenty thousand from twenty thousand dollars um
1: darius was talking about avocado
0: and like uh so and so he calls um he calls darius like who tells him that alfred is in jail you know, and, like, what the fuck was, what the fuck is up with that? And he's just been, like you said earlier, he's been roaming around the city high since twilight, and the city is his Jesus. And he's running around trying to find his underwear and his belt, which he he can't find neither. The white girl doesn't know where they are. She doesn't speak English. Mm -hmm. You know, anyway, so he tells, uh, so he tells Darius can he go pick up Van, but just as he's telling him this, his phone goes dead, but I guess that, I guess Darius, you know, either got the hint or later on he he was able to call him. So uh, next up, we earn is at the airport going through security, but he has no belt or no underwear. And the the security guard makes him, makes him hold his hands, hands up so he can and exposes himself. And right before that, he peeps in, but I want to point this out right before that particular part, he peeps an emergency worker carrying organs through the security which is going to come up later
1: what that was okay all right i also noticed it was funny because like you know he had to drop like his pants dropped nobody like nobody was or looking anything everybody was because it's europe they were just like i right, mm-hmm. keep going well, okay. you, know,
0: nigger dick. you know you seen when you see when. <laughs> 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 the, oh yeah it's something i didn't want to actually point out okay we, I forgot to mention this, but it's a good time to bring it up here. This episode, you know how they will have the, Al- the 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 opening title Atlanta, and it'll just be somewhere. And on this, they had it on the um, they had it on the um, the conveyor belt for the security thing, and they had the, little, the uh, logo for Atlanta. First episode, they didn't actually, they did not have. A, as far as I can tell, I didn't go back and I've been watching several times, but I didn't notice it. I didn't see a uh, Lancer logo. They just had the title of the episode. So I thought it was pretty cool to do that, yeah. which which kind of like separates it as it's, its own unique thing. Mm-hmm. Um, So, so um oh, by the way, I just want to also point out a little uh, Easter egg. Err is wearing a Stepping Razor shirt, which is an homage to a song by legendary jazz. Oh, sorry, not jazz. My bad. Legendary reggae artist, Peter Tosh. Mm. So, Earn gets to the venue where they're going to be performing and he meets Dirk, the promoter. Dirk goes, Dirk shows him a Claus uh, costume that he wants Paperboy to wear, but Earn, Earn shuts it down immediately. immediately. Like, he ain't no. doing that shit. Dirk? Dirk? Dirk?
3: Dirk. Dirk.
0: Yeah. I'm Ern, Paperboy's manager.
3: Oh my God. Hey, my name is Derek. Nice to meet you. We are so fucking excited for tonight. Yeah, the show is sold out. You know that? Santa comes early this year. <laughs> hey, listen up. We got an idea. We were thinking, paper boy can maybe wear it is to take some pictures with fans. What do you think? Here, with the yeah. feather. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to do that. No? No. Okay. No worries. <laughs> Who's this? This is my taxi driver. Cool. He's going to need to be paid. It's in the rider. It's about 40 euros, not including tip. <clears throat> OK, I pay 40 euros. Hey, well, I got you here. Um, everything is on time from Helsinki. We were just missing the music laptop. What? I assumed it was with you guys, so. No, we Oh, Sunday. Sunday. How long do we have to get the music here? Uh, to be safe six hours six hours got it but Also, also paperboy needs a slight increase in his advance before the concert tonight he's gonna need about 20k in cash 20k one, right now
1: mm. right it was so crazy <laughs> like yeah you think paperboy would take some pictures with fans like that no mm-hmm. more he, he looked like labor. wait oh really he looked like <laughs> small? okay huh.
2: right
0: Paperboy, paperboy definitely was not gonna wear that shit, Mm-mm.
2: and I, we gonna find out
0: later why he wanted him to wear that outfit. But still, he wasn't gonna do that shit. Mm-hmm. So er asks him for the twenty thousand dollars in advance for Alfred, along with ride money. The white guy gives it to uh, gives him twenty thousand dollars cash. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. yeah, no, like no
1: like this nigga is bossing
0: up mm-hmm. lately. It's-
1: He's been bossing up lately. Like this whole episode, like because like like I think last. Season and the season before that, he was just like, man, why am I the butt of everything, and why am I the one that always takes all these fucking L's? This episode, he was just like W after W after W after W. I was just like, oh,
0: okay, mm-hmm. man, this My shit problem. is hard, and then shit he sees also that shit is hard work because you know, mm. you know, late nights, you got to be at the artist demand and stuff, even if it is your cousin. Yes. Um, and he also makes a reference to Dirk because Dirk asked him, was this their first time in Europe? And he says that um, they played some other venue- venues in Europe last year, which references the break they took because last season uh, ended with them going to Europe. So they've been in Europe for, uh, you know, some time now, mm-hmm. um, just kind of like touring and apparently well, making made, a lot like
1: they were in copenhagen and then
0: they went to amsterdam yes exactly and apparently making a lot of money doing so if you can just get $20,000 off rip you know you know you know so Paperboy is in jail ordering lunch and being treated like the celebrity he is over there
2: Man, y'all charging me for this shit no cost whatever you like for real Hmm? fuck all right cool all right man uh I'm going to get that potato mash, man. Would you recommend the schnitzel or the bean soup? The bean soup. you like it. The bean soup, bro. Right, let me get one of the bean soups, man. Um, look, y'all got Coke. Here, Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola. Yes, <laughs> yes there we <laughs> All right, uh, can I get some ice with that, too? Uh, yes. Uh, cubes? Yeah, oh, cube, man, not crushed. I don't yeah. want to chew my water. Uh, y'all got hot sauce, right? Yes, it's uh, very spicy, so maybe not too much. And please, I'm going to eat. Whatever you want. Appreciate it. Damn, them niggas don't let up, do they? What they saying, man? Uh, They say free paper boy. Free paper All right, I fuck with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, thank you, bro. Excuse me, Mr. Miles? Ow, oh, man. Oh, uh, your bill has been paid, so you're free to go. My bill? What's your name, man? Uh, uh, Fons. France? Yes. France. Phones. Hey man, look. I'm gonna get my lunch first, all right, and um, just wake me up for my nap when I get here, all right? Yes, whatever you want. Okay, hey, you turn the thermostat down a little bit. It's a little warm. Yeah. I appreciate that. Should I turn off the lights?
0: Oh, that'd be great, man. Yeah, thank okay. you. Okay. All right. See you. Yeah. Night, night. Cause this jail cell looks like it was looks straight out of IKEA. That's
1: how those jail cells are over there. Like really? i Like I think the ones in like. Norway also are just like little apartments almost. Like, wow. yeah, they look lovely over there. It's just like, yeah, you can't go anywhere, but we're mm. not gonna treat you subhuman.
0: <laughs> you know, you can <laughs> you can have a sink and a real and a working toilet
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you yeah. can have
0: lunch. And this nigga had a view. Yes, yeah, had a, yeah, a view. I think it had a TV in there, a TV in there ready. He probably has weed in there. Shit. Because <laughs> it is Amsterdam.
1: it is it's Amsterdam. legal. Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, so as I was zined out, uh, he finds out that his bill's been paid, but, you know, he's comfortable, so he want to get his lunch and his nap first.
1: Right. It's like, I'm going to leave after lunch, and I'm going to take a quick nap, and then I'm going to leave. Uh, <laughs> Can you close the doors and turn off the lights?
0: <laughs> That's exactly what he,
1: said. he was a concierge.
0: <laughs> exactly. Now, one thing about the CID, I did find funny, I didn't put it in the notes, but. He was at like, "You got some like water? And like you want cubes? It's like, yeah, cubes. No, not crushed. I don't want to chew my water." <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Nigga, read me, cause I'm like, I, I like crushed <laughs> ice. I enjoy. I like chewing my water."
1: <laughs> I don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Ern has an awkward encounter with a Swedish cop over a tissue, which was weird. And Alfred. And- the mention, by the way, Ern to mention, uh he seems like he got a cold. Uh mm-hmm. so he's been sneezing all over the place. And every time he sneezes, they go gazuntite, you know, mm-hmm. which is the uh which is um good I can't yeah, good health. Okay. So he meets Alfred, who's being released. Mm-hmm. He gives Alfred a 20k, which he didn't even need for bail because the bail was so cheap. But mm-hmm. Alfred just wanted the flouse so he just goes yeah. in the in the crowd there was mm-hmm. you know and because it's his paperboy persona
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so they and they're walking down the street and this is when they see somebody dressed as baby. a baby a Santa Claus who is the Santa but he's carrying a baby on his back and mm-hmm. the baby is wearing full on blackface
1: like super blackface
0: Yes, a like little wavy baby.
1: Li- like black paint on the face with red lips.
0: Mm-hmm. And hmm <laughs> And the baby's waving like, hey, niggers! You know, so... Oh, God. So they go to the driver and ask the driver, like, hey, man, what's up with this black... What's up with all these blackface around here? What's up with that midget, Don King-looking baby back there? Hi.
3: What's with all the blackface?
2: Blackface? Oh, nigga, stop acting like you don't know. Black, blackface babies. Uh no, that's zwarte uh, That's uh, for the children. It's a long tradition, passed on for many generations. So, actually, he's black because he fell down the chimney, uh, helping uh, Saint Nicholas.
3: Oh. Huh. <laughs> okay, well, it feels like a slave, but I respect the rebrand.
2: Yeah. throw down the chimney. Say.
0: Yeah, yeah. Great guy. Hands up candy, you know. Who doesn't like candy? And the driver's confused and Alfred's like, nigga, don't, don't act like you stupid. You know what black mm-hmm. is. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what it is. And the driver explains it's for Zwarte Pete, which is uh, Black Pete, which mm-hmm. is a Scandinavian tradition of call it like it is. white people, dressing up in blackface to celebrate the Christmas holiday, mm-hmm. or their Christmas holiday, mm-hmm. and as the tradition, as a tradition, gains in popularity, so the tradition gained in popularity, and over the over the years, and it has understandably gained controversy for obvious reasons because it's blackface. I think I became aware it's of it. It's blackface. Is that? I think I may have became aware of it maybe 20, 15, thirteen, somewhere around there. Um, and I'm looking like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And I started like learning about it, and apparently, cause it's um, but yeah, they've been doing this shit for years, and it becomes like, and I get into a little bit more on this a little bit later, a different scene, but it's in its inception, it wasn't um, yeah, they don't consider it
1: blackface. Like, yeah, they even said they were just like it's actually supposed to be soot.
0: Yes, on
1: yeah. like even still, stop it.
0: Stop. Yeah, and it's 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 been it's been a centuries tradition, but you know, but because niggas got mad, the white people of Scandinavia wanted to take it as a national pride thing, which is which now makes it racist. so yeah.
1: it's racist now.
0: Yeah, so enjoy. Yeah, and it' because it's still blackface and it's offensive in any context. So, Earn and Al get to the hotel and the host, they greet them, wearing blackface. And Al tells them, man, get the fuck out of my so face with that I'm shit. Blackface. So many people are in blackface, y'all. All right. They, they people, a couple of girls, you know, eating brunch on the way to the room. Earn asks about them. Al doesn't want to talk about it. Mm. But when they get to that room, the shit is fucking
2: trashed.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit, They tra- he trashed the fuck out of that hotel room. And we find out why. We find out why. We get into it. So, Earn asks what happened. We get a mini flashback to what happened to Al that night. So, he's in bed with these two girls. One of them black, one of them white. The white girl goes down to give Al some head. I'm not gonna go too deep into that because that's, when, that's Devin's job. But he's mm-hmm. not here because he's dead to us. <laughs> And, and as she's going down on him, she says, happy Sink the to me. So the black girl was like, mm-hmm. so, hold, up, hold up, bitch. Because she recognizes the racial undertones of Sink the and she starts to cuss the, cuss the white girl out in Dutch. I know what they said. So the black girl. Wait a minute. Girl,
1: didn't they say something else about Rihanna and call her like a nigga bitch yes, or something
0: like that? Yes. Yeah, that's coming. That's coming.
1: Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to let you so
0: later. The black girl says, "Don't talk about Santa Claus, cause it is it's racist." And mm-hmm. the white girl says, "Who's racist? We're Dutch. We are not racist." And she, the black girl, goes to say, "Well, what about what about the magazine that called Rihanna a nigga bitch, which is true? There was, are, are you that, fucking that serious? Is, that is true." And uh, let me pull it up in two thousand and eleven. A Dutch fashion magazine called Jackie had to issue an apology to Rihanna. Um, in a, they wrote a story about Rihanna about her style, and they called her the ultimate the ultimate nigger bitch, hard R, the ultimate nigger bitch. Are you the, kidding me? Yes, I'm gonna link it. I'm gonna link the article in the show notes, but that is a, I, really really I, happened. So the black girl is basically is talking about that. And said that they put that in print. And the white girl says, that was a compliment. No, baby. A compliment. And she repeats it. It says, they was just calling her a, nigger, a, a nigga bitch. You know, a compliment. And the black girl's like, why the fuck would you, she says in Dutch, why the fuck would you repeat it? Yeah. And the white girl says, repeat what? Nigga bitch. And she slammed oh. the, the shit out of her.
1: Yeah. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> and meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, Al is just like, "What y'all talking about? <laughs> and why is you saying nigga bitch? What is happening
0: here?" I was Al was like, "I was just trying to get some head, and now I'm, we race baseball."
1: <laughs> right, like, I what happened to the blowjob though? <laughs> oh, thanks.
0: Right. So they get into a, so they get into a fight, and they and they are the ones that trash the and trash the uh, room, but because black. Alfred is the one that got arrested,
1: and it probably looked like he might have beat
0: them up. I don't know about that. Did you? I don't. I don't, I don't think we saw them good enough to see about to see if you
1: know
0: happening thing. Cause they, I mean, they beat themselves up, and they were friends the next That's day. True. That's true. So, but the scene is just illustrates the divide between black people, especially black people in um Dutch, in um Dutchland, uh, have against Santa Claus because they do demonstrations against this every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know and I know. And the white Dutch peoples have a, have this um, ind- indignation towards the racist tradi- tradition. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, that's what I pointed out. But Afro says, same ratchet assholes, different city. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go, and he goes to get ready. So, in that callback from earlier, Ern is calls the ambulance air transportation, the, which is the company that he saw earlier breached through the airport security, so to deliver the laptop. Um, oh yeah to him, him. yes because um they left him in copenhagen and they needed it for tonight's show in amsterdam mm-hmm. and while he's on the phone the maid walks in to clean the room full black face, red lips whole thing mm-hmm. you know they they really about their blackface life in um uh, in oh. in uh, amsterdam i i kind of want to go just to see
1: here's the thing okay like it's interesting how they touted this um the city in mm. the beginning of the episode. Like, oh my god, you can get so high, everybody's so nice. Like, hell, if you go to jail, it'll be two dollars to get out. But even <laughs> if you're inside, it's gorgeous, like it's just like a little holding cell and it's beautiful. Everybody, you know, is so gracious. And they they make a point to say that, like, we are super gracious. We're Mm -hmm. not racist over here. We love everybody. We're not like America. Right. He was just like, we love everybody. And then you just start, they start sprinkling in that black face, sprinkling in that black face. And then they're just like, what? It's no big deal. Whatever. It's just
0: tradition, though. It's just tradition.
1: Exactly. And so it's just kind of like, all right. How do I say this? It's just like, yeah, you think shit's sweet
0: Mm.
1: until, you know, you stay there long enough, you find out.
0: Right. Right. (laughs) Well said, yeah. very well said. So, Earn gets delivered the laptop, but Alfred refuses to perform, saying, tell them I ain't doing that shit. So, Earn goes to see what's going on, and the entire audience are, is dressed up in full sink to clothes mm-hmm. and blackface. I, I wouldn't go either. With the addition of Afro wigs now. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Now, that shit it <laughs> like going down a chimney, don't automatically make your hell
1: no, you know, sure into don't. an afro.
0: They now, know, now what, the you fuck know what you're doing exactly. exactly.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, you know what
0: you're doing, right? So, which is and this is why I feel like the promoter thought it'd be a good idea for Paperboy to wear a Santa Claus costume, mm-hmm. fucking racist,
1: like you don't even need blackface.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, this, he was he went slick with that shit. Darius comes to the concert in clogs. <laughs> now,
3: serious.
0: and he and Alfred leave the venue, and they Alfred like turn them clogs around, man, we out.
1: Mm, mm,
0: mm. And Urn goes up to Dirk to tell him Paperboy's sick and can't perform. He has what I got.
3: Hey homie, how are you? I heard the laptop arrives.
0: Yeah, that's good now.
3: Yes. Um, bad news, man. Uh, Paperboy's. He's not feeling too good. He's actually, he's got what I got. So uh, oh, shit. probably not going to be able to perform tonight. It, what? The insurance claim should cover it. I'll just start filling out the paperwork when I get to the hotel. Sorry, man. you fuck me? Excuse me? Do you know how many people are waiting tonight and they're expecting to see Paperboy? I don't know what to tell you. I just get sick. Just fill out the insurance claim. You'll make actually more money than you would have tonight. So you do fuck me. I don't fuck anyone. I will destroy you.
0: (laughs) Okay. He just tells he tells Dirk to file insurance on the concert. He'll make he'll make more money on the insurance than he will the paperboy performs anyway, and he just dips out Dirk. Apparently, why is wilding the fuck out because he wanted this nigga to perform. He wanted and to see this nigga sing it, and dance. I but
1: I get it, but I'm not mad at it. I, I'm get it, but I'm,
0: you know, yeah. Uh, I, I understand the position. But, yeah, I understand
1: know. why he's mad. Yeah, but you know,
0: but he still does right. <laughs> and so Dirk starts chasing Earn, but he can't find him because everybody's in blackface mm-hmm. with Afro wigs. But he does. See someone who he thinks looks like Ern. They
1: had the same jacket.
0: Had the same jacket, the uh, same jacket, and the Afro wig is a little shorter. And but it's just another racist. But since he's it's, but he looks close enough to a nigga, so he beats our B guy up. You know? And
1: Ern's face is just like, oh, <laughs>
0: damn, <No>.
1: okay, <laughs> that
0: was so funny. And see what black see where that blackface guy skits you, you know, getting mm-hmm. beat up by your own kind, by your own people, mm-hmm. you know so both of them deserved it <laughs> so but by the way uh a little tidbit this is kind of a callback to season two uh in on the episode episode four called helen where van if you remember van took um uh, Ern to a german festival because she's half german yeah. and she says one of the traditions is some type of that it will be it might be some people there that are in blackface because of a German tradition. So I guess this shit is all over Europe. Uh, and I remember that it was a white woman that walked up, they ran up the urn, like, oh my God, it's so good. And she realizes that he was really black. Mm-mm-mm. I
1: think I do <laughs> so, remember
0: that. Yeah, so that was, that was a funny scene. And I, re-watch,
1: re-watch
0: these seasons. I meant to rewatch them and um or, um or just to catch, but I kind of like, I I mean, I'll go back to catch little tidbits and see what's coming mm-hmm. up. That might be a good way to do it. So. Yeah. So later on, Ern uh, makes it back to the hotel. Just before he gets into his room, he sees Van coming from the ice machine naked um, at, four, at four in the morning. She and has a
1: towel on. She,
0: a towel is not closed. Yes, it was. Uh, oh, well, a, well, a towel is not closed. Okay. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. And, but I am I mean, I'm just pointing out that she was naked. I appreciated it because her skin hurt was glistening. She was gorgeous. She
1: just got out of the shower.
0: Mm-hmm, glistening uh he asks her if she's good she tells him she's good and, and tells him good night and she goes back into the room to fuck darius again because they trauma bonded you
1: think that you think they fucked
0: i i, I would not put it past it I would okay not put it past all right no all right. and Ern crashes out but before he falls asleep he gets up for he gets some text messages from alfred talking about you up i'm starving I need 300 pieces of fried chicken, all legs. <laughs> I <hate him. laughs>
3: shit, they, made they made it.
0: They uh, made it. Yeah. And like a good manager, he rolls over and gets up to go back to work. And mm. that is the episode. Amazing. Like we said before, Atlanta is back. They did not miss a beat from this hiatus. These. Both of these episodes were brilliantly uh, written. I failed to mention that this episode was also directed by Hiro Morai, mm-hmm. but this one was written by a woman, a woman, Janine Neighbors. So okay. uh, good, good on her because this was an amazing episode of um, of of Atlanta. I can't. I believe it's um, we have eight episodes left because I believe it's a ten episode season, mm-hmm. and I know they filmed. Season three and four back to back, and we are not, and we don't have long to wait because I believe they're gonna do like the Walking Dead thing where they take like a couple of months off and then they'll come back, uh, and then it'll be and season four will be the final season and which will probably be ten more episodes. But yeah, but yeah, honey, like you know, amazing. I can't speak highly enough about, about 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 this show. Can't wait to see what they're gonna do next. I'm loving the i'm loving the european thing but i don't want them to keep on spinning i don't want the whole season to be in europe because the show is called a i want to see them go yeah. back home and what and also see what this newfound fame and now that they made it what it does these characters what it's doing to, what it's doing to Paperboy, you know and, and and his blow up is he going to get the same respect you know for being for being a european you know almost a european rapper now when he comes home is it going to be the same you know is it you know it might be that 21 savage thing you know where like uh so so that'll be cool and maybe that's what they're doing but yeah i I love it i love it can't wait to see what's next anything you're looking forward to
1: everything that you just said lynn i'm excited for thursday to come up so i can watch this shit again man (laughs) i'm 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 in i am all in i love this show and i'm so excited i'm really really excited to podcast this shit because this show begs for you to talk about it right it begs for you to talk about it so yeah man let's get it
0: it's very visual um uh, which all shows are but i mean like you really if you're not actually paying actively paying attention you're gonna miss a lot of things Absolutely. because Absolutely. it's a it's a it's a very much show don't tell type mm-hmm. of um, thing but yeah can't again love this love the episodes can't wait to see what's next we can't wait to podcast this this is a very good idea that we had to go ahead and add this to the, to the uh, rotation you can leave us feedback uh if you wish to for future for the future episodes at etopod at gmail.gmail.com uh, again etopod at gmail.com also you can follow us on twitter at edit that out one and you can look us up on facebook by just searching for edit that out you will see edit that out with uh, Jamel, devin and jawan and you can leave us feedback there interact with our content and with that being said Jamel, where can they find you on the internet
1: you are able to find me on twitter at jamelmybell my bell that is j-a-m-e-l-l-e-m-y-b-e-l-l-e please don't look for me anywhere else you won't find me
0: And you can follow Devin on Twitter at Devin Lamar with two R's. Talk about it. And you can follow me on uh, Twitter at JTD. That is J-A-Y-T-E-E-D-E-E. You can also follow me on TikTok at ChefJTD. I did not feel like doing the voice tonight. So... I was (laughs) wondering, where's the (laughs) quiet Yeah, did feel like it tonight. But uh, thank you very much again for listening. We appreciate you. We can't wait to to, uh, talk to you again next week when we are covering season three episode three of fx's atlanta farewell peace out jada pinkett jada's my heart you know what i mean she will be my friend for my whole life well
2: maybe i'll be down to scoop you up later in life you ain't uh shriveled up
0: (laughs) we'll be all together be like Ozzy davis and ruby d hey you
3: know you always got a place in my heart
0: she can have my one heart my my liver my lungs my
3: kidneys my blood marrow all of that
0: Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! Edit
1: that out.